Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Loving Courageous. I'm your host, Demetrius. And today I'll be talking about breast cancer awareness because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I think it's very important for people to be aware of breast cancer, all different types, the symptoms, and who is more at risk. So I will start off by talking about how breast cancer awareness even started. So breast cancer awareness, it actually starts in October, the 1st of October, and it ends at the end of the month. And it actually began in 1985 by the American Cancer Society in partnership, Imperial Chemical Industries. The campaign back in the day actually started off as only lasting for a week, but eventually they decided to extend it to a month. In 1992, the pink ribbon that represents breast cancer was created. Just to let anyone know, the original use of ribbons for specific causes started back in 1979 when tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree inspired Penny Langen, whose husband was a prisoner of war, and yellow ribbons were shown as a symbol of hope. But at first, the breast cancer awareness ribbon wasn't actually was supposed to be pink. So it was Charlotte Haley that actually started with the peach color loops. At the same time, Alexandra Penny, self-magazine editor-in-chief, decided to work with Evelyn Lauder and as state's lawyer, senior corporate vice president, and a breast cancer survivor. These people decided to present pink ribbons as a sign of breast cancer after the magazine's second annual Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Because of how the magazine gained from this and because of Estee Lauder brand, the pink actually won over the peach and is now used by breast cancer organizations. So now I'm going to go over what is breast cancer, all different types, and also these symptoms and etc. So breast cancer is when the cells grow out of control in one or both of the breasts. And sometimes the cells, they spread beyond the breast. And when this occurs, it is actually called metastatic cancer. Cancer can start in either two places. The first one is lobular carcinoma, which starts in the glands that make milk. Or it can start in the ductal carcinoma, which carries the milk to the nipple. Cancer can actually grow and spread to your lymph nodes and travel through your bloodstream to other organs. Cancer can also invade tissue around your breast, such as the chest wall or your skin. Now, there are different types of cancers that grow at a different rate. Some of them take years to spread, and while others might spread rapidly. Now, there are in-stitue cancers and there are invasive cancers. So in-stitue cancer is where the cancer doesn't spread any further than where it started. So it doesn't pass the duct or the lobule. Ductal carcinoma in-stitue is where 
the disease is still in the milk ducts. Now, if it continues to be left untreated, it can become invasive, but it is often curable. Now, lobular carcinoma in situ, this is found in lobules, which is where breast milk is produced. But just to let everyone know, it's not an actual cancer, but you are more likely to get breast cancer later on. If you do have it, they advise that you get breast exams and mammograms regularly. Now, invasive cancer is where the cancer spread or invades the surrounding breast tissue. So invasive ductal carcinoma is where the cancer, it starts in the milk ducts and it actually starts to travel through the wall of the duct and it invades the fatty tissue of the breast. This type of cancer is real common and it makes up for 80% of invasive cases. So the invasive lobular carcinoma, this cancer starts in the lobules and it actually spreads to other parts of the body and it makes up for 10% of invasive breast cancer. Now there are different types of invasive lobular carcinomas. One of them is adenocystic carcinoma. Now this cancer is found in the salivary glands. There's another one, it's called low-grade adenosquamous carcinoma. Now, this is actually like a metaplastic carcinoma. This tumor is very rare, and it grows very slowly, but it's often mistaken for other types as well. Another one is medullary carcinoma. Now, this tumor is also rare, but appears to look very squishy and soft and looks like the medulla, which is part of the brain. Another one is mucinous carcinoma. It's a tumor and this one is also very rare. And it actually is a tumor that floats in a pool of mucin. Just in case anyone don't know what mucin is, it's a glycoprotein that is a part of mucus. Another one is papillary carcinoma. It's a finger-like projections that actually separates the tumors and can cause it to travel to other parts of the body. Now, this type of cancer is very rare, but it usually occurs in women that have already been through menopause. Another one is triple negative breast cancer. This occurs when the cancer cells don't have the right hormonal receptors. It makes up for almost 15% of all breast cancers. And it normally occurs in women that are under the age of 40, but it can happen to any woman of age. And the last one is tubular carcinoma, where the tumors, they grow very slowly and they have more of a tube shape. There are cancers that are very less common than others. So one of them is inflammatory breast cancer. This is very rare, but it happens due to inflammatory cells and the lymph vessels of your skin. Another one is Paget's disease of the nipple. This is where it affects the areola and the very thin skin part 
around your nipple. Phyllo's tumors are another one. These are very rare as well, and they grow in a very leaf-like pattern, and they grow very quickly, but it's hardly rare that they spread beyond the breast. Angiosarcoma is another rare cancer, and it actually starts in the lymph vessels or the blood in the breast tissue, and it actually occurs after radiation therapy. Metastatic breast cancer is the last one. This cancer spreads to other parts of your body like the bones, the lungs, and your brain. So now I'm going to go over the symptoms of breast cancer. So the very first symptom is a lump in the breast. And a lot of people might know this or if you don't, a lot of times the lump, it feels like a small pea. So if you ever been to the doctor and they had to examine your breast, a lot of times they will tell you is to get a frozen bag of peas and fill it. So when you are actually checking your breast at home, you know what to feel for. Another sign of breast cancer is a change in the breast, the shape of it or the curve and the size. Also, a lump that has thickened an area near the breast or your underarm that lasts through your menstrual cycle. Another sign is nipple discharge that can be clear or it can come out as bloody. Also, changes in the skin of your nipple or the breast. It can be puckered, it can be inflamed, it can be dimpled, or look scaly. Also, look for red skin on your nipple or your breast. That's also another sign. And also pay attention to your nipple because anytime when people have breast cancer, there can be a change in the position or the shape of the nipple. And also look for a hard marble-sized spot under your skin. Just to let everyone know, breast cancer is the second most common cancer to be diagnosed. Skin cancer is the number one cancer to be diagnosed. Breast cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths. But lung cancer is the number one leading cause of cancer deaths. White women get cancer at a higher rate than any other woman of any race. About two-thirds of women with breast cancer is 55 years old or older. The other women are the ages between 35 and 54. About 300,000 cases of breast cancer is reported annually in the United States of America. More than 40,000 Americans die of breast cancer each year, accounting for about 7% of all cancer-related deaths. Now, men can get breast cancer as well, but men getting breast cancer is very low. They have a less than 1% case. So now I will discuss who is more at risk of getting breast cancer. Women over the age of 50 are more likely to get breast cancer than younger women. 
but black women are more likely to get breast cancer than white women before menopause. Also, history of cancer. If you have somebody in your family, such as your mother, grandmother, sister, or daughter, you are two times more likely to get breast cancer. And you are even more at higher risk if your father or if you have a brother that got breast cancer. Also, genes is another risk factor. So if you have the BRCA1 or BRCA2 mutation, you have a 7 in 10 chance of being diagnosed with breast cancer by the age of 80. You are also at risk of getting ovarian cancer and pancreatic cancer. And also, if you're a male, you are likely to get the cancer as well. There are also other gene mutations that can cause you to get breast cancer. The other mutations' names are CDH1 gene, TP53 gene, PTEN gene, ATM gene, PALB2 gene, CHEK2 gene, the STK11 gene. If anyone has the gene mutations, you are at risk of getting breast cancer, but it is at a lower risk than having the gene mutation for the BRCA gene. Another risk factor of getting breast cancer is menstrual history. So if you have started your period before the age of 12, you are at higher risk of getting breast cancer. Also, if your period do not stop, until after the age of 55, you are at high risk of getting breast cancer. Another risk factor is radiation. If you had treatment for Hodgkin's lymphoma before the age of 40, you are at high risk of getting breast cancer. Also, if you have used this drug called diethylstilbestrol, also known as DES, you are more likely to get breast cancer. Just to let anyone know what this drug is, it was used between the years of 1940 and 1971 to prevent women from having miscarriages. There are other risk factors of getting breast cancer, but these risk factors can be controlled. So one of them is physical activity, you know, exercising, if you don't exercise, your chances of getting breast cancer goes up. Your weight. So if you are overweight after you started menopause, your risk of getting breast cancer goes up. Also, drinking alcohol. If you drink alcohol more than one time a day, then you are more risk of getting breast cancer. Reproductive history. So if you had your first child after the age of 30, if you do not breastfeed, and if you did not have a full-term pregnancy, your risk of getting breast cancer goes up. Also, taking hormones. So like getting on birth control, such as the pill, the shot, the IUDS, skin patch, the vaginal ring, or the implant. This can increase your chance of getting breast cancer. And also using hormone replacement therapy, 
that includes estrogen and progesterone during menopause for more than five years. This can increase your risk of getting breast cancer. So diet was one of the risk factors that you can control. So what I'm going to do is I want to discuss some of the foods such as vegetables and fruits that actually help reduce your risk of getting breast cancer. One of the food items is eating green vegetables. So kale, spinach, mustard greens, chard, and arugula. These vegetables contain carotenoid antioxidants, including beta-carotene, lutein, and zeaxanthin. There was a study in 2015 that linked higher blood levels of carotenoid to an 18 to 28% reduced the risk of breast cancer. Also, onions, garlic, and leeks also help reduce the risk of getting breast cancer. They boost a variety of nutrients, such as flavonoid antioxidants and organosulfur compounds. These have very strong anti-cancer properties. Citrus fruits also help reduce the risk of getting breast cancer. So lemon, grapefruits, oranges, limes, and tangerines. These fruits contain vitamin C, carotenoid, beta-carotene, flavonoid antioxidants, and folate. There was a research done in 2013 that did six studies involving 8,393 people that are linked to high citrus intake can reduce their risk of getting breast cancer by 10%. Also, eating other fruits such as berries, apples, peaches, pears, and grapes. Beans is another one that can help reduce the risk of getting breast cancer because it has a lot of fiber, minerals, and vitamins. There's a study done that involved 4,706 women that had high bean intake and it reduced their risk of getting breast cancer by 20%. Also, herbs and spices that contain plant compounds also help to reduce the risk of getting breast cancer. Herbs and spices has vitamins, fatty acids, and polyphenol antioxidants. Whole grains such as brown rice, barley, wheat, are other food items that can help reduce breast cancer. These grains have very powerful cancer-fighting properties. And a 2016 study found that if, if you ate more than seven servings of whole grains each week, it was linked to lowering the risk of getting breast cancer. There is another study involving 10,812 middle-aged women that were eating high-quality carbohydrates such as whole grains was linked to a decreased risk of developing breast cancer over a 12-year period. Walnuts is the last food that can help reduce breast cancer. Walnuts is a great source of heart-healthy fats, including alpha-linolenic acid. According to a 2015 study involving 201 people who consumed the largest amount of walnuts, peanuts, and almonds each week were two to three times less likely to develop breast cancer. 
than those that did not consume any nuts. I hope that everyone, especially women, found this information very helpful just in case you didn't know some of this stuff. But also just please be educated on, you know, your family history to know what exactly runs in your family. So when you go to the doctor, you can let them know so they can give you a certain estimate of whether you're at high risk or low risk. But also I hope that we as women continue to get our breast screenings like we're supposed to. And just please take care of yourself physically, emotionally, and mentally. And anyone out there that is fighting through any cancer at all, I hope that you honestly get through it. I really do because cancer is a very deadly disease. So I hope that you just stay strong and that you are surrounded by loved ones. And I hope that you get the medical treatment that you need to fight this disease. And that is all for today. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful day.